0: Welcome to The Journey with Sarah Alexia, where we embark on life's roller coasters together because this life is not easy. Join me, your host, Sarah Alexia, as we navigate the twists and turns finding comfort in the belief that with a touch of humor, cause I can be funny, a sprinkle of motivation and a dash of divine guidance, life's journey becomes not just bearable, but truly remarkable. Get ready for a podcast full of wisdom, motivation, and the timeless words from the good book itself, The Holy Bible. Let the journey begin. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to The Journey with Sarah Alexia. I'm super excited that you decided to tune in today. Do me a favor real quick. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast channel and turn on notifications so that way you never miss an episode. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at underscore underscore Sarah Alexia. I pray that this episode blesses you. And if it does, please share with five other people. Alright, I'm excited for today's episode, let's get into it. So let's get into it. So today's episode is actually an impromptu episode. In no way was this episode planned, like I actually wrote this episode today. Um and I'm recording it today, and I will be publishing it today um as I was washing my dishes today, I was just reflecting on how today's Good Friday, and usually throughout the years, I never really have any reflection when it comes to Good friday, and that's probably because I was probably like immature in my faith, um but and I wasn't really eating solid meats yet in the faith but Today, I was actually really reflecting on Good Friday and what happened today. And for those listening who may not know what Good Friday is, Good Friday is the day that Jesus Christ was crucified. He was nailed on the cross and died for you and me. So as I was washing my dishes, all I could think was, wow, this wonderful man named Jesus basically took a bullet for me. Like, he took a bullet from me so that way I don't have to go to hell to experience weeping and gnashing of the teeth. And, like, this episode is going to be real short because uh, uh, we're just going to reflect on Jesus in this episode. And I pray that you just stick through it. Like, even if you're not a believer, just listen to my testimony and how I've experienced Jesus. I know that, you know, social media may give you a perspective of Jesus that you don't like. Um, the TV can give you a perspective of Jesus that you don't like. But just listen to my my perspective and understand like how he has touched me and how I perceive Jesus. And I'm praying that the way I perceive Jesus, you can perceive him in that same manner. And it could, it can eradicate everything else that the world has told you about him because this man is a wonderful man. And I, it hurts my heart. It grieves my soul that, you know, we give Jesus this nasty narrative and it's not who he is. He truly is a great, great person. So, so really quick i just want to talk about like what really moves me when it comes to jesus like knowing who jesus was and still is before he died on the cross so i'm going to talk about three specific characteristics and like there's way more characteristics in this that move me but these are the three top characteristics that i can think of like as i was reflecting and washing my dishes today and the first is that jesus he really is a sweet guy. Like, he's such a sweetheart. And, like, some may not see it. Again, like, you're probably listening like, whoa, they never made it seem like Jesus was a sweetheart. No, like, he is a sweetheart, And, like, he had so many sweet moments in the Bible. And one particular moment that comes to mind is when the folks, I think they were Pharisees, but when they brought a woman who was caught in the act of adultery to be stoned by Jesus. Like, she was caught doing something that she wasn't gonna do. And she was like, you know what? Let us bring her, let, 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 let us bring her to Jesus so that way he can stone her. And Jesus, being the sweetheart that he is, he says, Well, if you are without sin, you stone her first. I'm gonna go about my business and keep writing on this in the sand or whatever. And he continued writing on the sand, and then he got up, he saw that no one was there, and he asked the woman, like, You know, no one stoned you. And she said, no. He said, neither am I going to stone you. Just don't sin anymore. And like, to me, that was so sweet because like, the way he defended her was sweet. Like, he could have stoned her if he could, like, he could have rebuked her. He could have chastised her. But he said, you know what? I'm not, I'm not about to do that to you. Like, they see you as an adulterer. I see you as someone else. Like, I see you as a woman of God. I see you as a powerful woman. I see you as an anointed woman. They seen you as an adulterate. And like, and, and and it just makes me think of my circumstance and it makes me think of your circumstances. What are some circumstances that we're in where we may feel ashamed? Like that woman probably went heads down, like, dang man. Serves me right. I did that. Serves me right. She went down, she went there heads down, and Jesus said, Pick your head up. He said, Pick your head up. I don't see you as an adulterer. I'm not gonna stone you. But just don't sin anymore. I don't see you how, I I don't see you the way they see you. And to me, that's a sweetheart. When someone can look at you and say, I know the world thinks about you this way, but this is how I see you. He says, pick your head up. Go and sin no more. Like, ah, I'm just in awe. I'm just in awe. I'm just in awe. Like, really think about that. Like, what do people see you as that makes you feel ashamed? Just know that right now, our sweet Savior, Jesus, does not see you in that manner. All right. Here's the next characteristic um, that I I really love when it comes to this man named Jesus Christ, man. One, Jesus was that guy. Like, he was that guy. God. And th- and that's the thing. I just love people who are that, gu- like they're that guy or that girl. I truly, look at my voice trying to leave. We rebuke that. But I truly, I truly admire people who walk in their authority. Like you walk knowing that you're him, you walk knowing that you're her. Jesus walked knowing that he was Himothy. He was H I M, period. Now, matter of fact, capital H, capital I, capital M period. Like he was powerful and had demons subject to his presence. Like to, to, to have demons subject to your presence, to have sickness subject to your presence. So like, here's what I'm talking about. There was a moment in the gospels where Jesus got off a boat to go to this, to this island or whatever, to this place. And a demoniac came running to his presence and said, leave us alone, Jesus. Like, leave me alone. Mind you, the demons came to him and said, leave me alone. That's how much they were subject to his presence. And Jesus, he stood there. He asked the demons a few questions. Then he commanded the demons to go the demons went into some pigs and died. Like you can go in the book of one of the gospels. I think it's the book of Matthew or the book of Mark. It really elaborates. I'm just um paraphrasing here. But like what stood out to me is that Jesus got off the boat and the demons came to him and said, "Leave me alone." Jesus didn't go and bother the demon. That's cuz that's how powerful he is. And here is where our sweetheart Jesus comes in again. The boy that he delivered, um he wanted to follow him because he's like, "Yo, All these years I've been struggling with this. I've been struggling with these demons on the inside of me. And this man just, with one word, he set me free. I want to follow this man. Jesus also had influence. That's not one of the characteristics that I named, but he also had influence. So like, this man wants to follow him, but Jesus said no. And it's not that he said no because he didn't want him to follow. He said, I want you to stay here and I want you to minister to people on this countryside. Ooh, that gives me chills he said i want you to stay here and i want you to minister to people in this countryside jesus did not look at the boy sideways when he asked him that he didn't question him and say oh why would you allow these demons to enter you anyways like what did you do he just simply said now that you're free go set the others free it just it just it makes my heart warm it makes my heart warm like jesus is not only a sweetheart but he's powerful and like that's that's my jesus Um, One last characteristic, because like I said, I am going to keep this short, but one last characteristic that I love about Jesus is that he was just super friendly and just wanted people to learn. I know that's two characteristics in one, but he was super friendly and just wanted people to learn. All throughout the gospels, we see Jesus training his disciples, not only that, but just being a friend to them and being there for them when, when they needed it. And to me, this is inspiring because Jesus is that guy. Like I said before, he's that guy. He could have done all the work by himself, but because of how sweet he is, he said, nah, Peter, James, John, and all the other disciples, I want you to have this same anointing. And I'm going to be patient with you throughout the process. Like you ever meet those leaders like, like they know they're that guy or that girl, but yet they're selfish with the anointing. Jesus was not selfish with this anointing, bro. He wanted everyone to experience the same power that he embodied. He said, James, I want you to have that same power. You're going to walk in that same power. He said, Peter, you're going to have that same power. And he says the same thing today. So like, to me, it's just like he's so, he was so friendly. Like, that's what, like Leaders, when it comes to leaders, I personally think as a leader, you have to be friendly. You, ha- like, you can't just be like, oh, you know, I only got two two friends in my circle. I personally think you have to be friendly. Obviously, you need wisdom and discernment. But like Jesus, he, he, and not, it, he was not only subject to the 12. There was also 70 that he, he gave the same instructions to because of how friendly he was. And like I, I mentioned this uh, just like two seconds ago, but like he was also patient. Like the disciples didn't get it right all the time and they had some mess ups. But Jesus was patient throughout their process of learning, throughout their process of growing. And that's what a true friend does. A true friend understands like, hey, you're not going to get it the first time. Probably not the second time. Probably not the third time. But I'm going to be with you every step of the way. And that's who Jesus was and still is. So like I said before, and I just said it, this is who Jesus was and still is. He still is sweet. He's been sweet to me. Folks call call me a lot of names and they have their own negative persona of me. But Jesus says, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. He tells me that I am far more precious than rubies. He tells me that I am the head and not the tail. That I am above and never beneath. He tells me that every tongue that rises up against me shall be condemned. Just like that woman who who they try to stone. This is what he says about me. Jesus is still powerful. He set me free from addictions. He set me free from depression. He set me free from low self-esteem. I'm about to cry. He set me free from poverty. He set me free from suicidal thoughts. He set me free from all other oppressions. Just like how he set that demoniac free. Like he did this for me. He, He did this for me. This is not something that's written in the gospels. This is something I'm living now. And he's still friendly. And this, this, oh, I'm just moved. He's still friendly in this season of my life. He's been teaching me and showing me what it means to be a true disciple and how to walk just like how he walked. Like to me, that is a privilege. That is a privilege to walk the same way. My father walked to the same way my savior walked. That is a privilege. Like the disciples were privileged. The 12 were privileged. The 70 were privileged. And here's how I know I'm walking just like Jesus. I have a desire that others would also understand that they are privileged to walk the same way, that they have the same anointing, that they have the same power, that they have the same authority. So that that that's how I know he's truly living in me because that same friendliness that he had, I'm also uh, that he has, I'm also embodying. So mm, mm. Now, when it comes to Jesus and knowing his characteristics, I'm still trying to fully grasp how on the cross, he thought of me and said, I want to take this bullet of death for Sarah Alexia. I love her so much that I want to die for her. So that way she doesn't have to experience death, hell, in the grave. And he probably even thought, like, I know she's going to fall fall short. I know she probably isn't going to get it the first time, the second time. But I'm going to be patient with her. And on top of that, I would die for her again and again and again. And to know that Jesus loves me that much, I had no choice but to record this episode. The reason why I wanted to record this episode, because I wanted to let you, the one listening, I wanted to let you know that he not only did this for me, but he did it for you. He died so that way you do not have to experience death, hell, and the grave. And, I, and if you're listening and you don't know Jesus, because I, I know, like I, I'm, I've been, I, see, I see my data, I see the stats. My podcast is being played in all different types of countries. If you do not know Jesus, just know that you can experience the sweetness. Just know that you can experience the power. Just know that you can experience his friendliness. All you have to do is let him in. Let him in. It's not too late. Like, just recording this episode just moved my heart. Writing it moved my heart. Typing it moved my heart. But actually saying it and just understanding where I came from and who I am today, I have no choice but to let those listening know you too can experience. I can't, I'm I'm not trying to be selfish. Just look how I said, Jesus was not selfish with, with his anointing. He was not selfish with his wisdom. I can't be selfish with my testimony. I can't be selfish with my experience. Jesus has been way too good for me. And like, understand that Good Friday is not just a day where I know some people practice eating fish, some people are fasting, some people do Easter egg hunts. That's not what Good Friday is to me. Good Friday is just really understanding who Jesus was and still is and what he did and just reflecting on that. Not only just reflecting on it for myself, but sharing it with the world. And I believe that was my assignment for today. So I pray that this episode blesses you. I pray, like, like I said, if you're not a believer that t- today you will be a believer and experience, you know, the love that Jesus has for you. And I also pray that when you listen to this, that you share with others so that way they too can experience the love of Christ and understand that they have, uh, they have an appointment to experience the same thing that I'm feeling. So be blessed and don't forget to share this with your friends.